Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. Cast, cast, cast. How do you do? This is, it is Jimmy Page, so it is Led Zeppelin related, but it's also Jack Bruce, Ian Stewart, Charlie Watts, Ruby Turner, bunch of other po- people. I almost said bunch of other fucks. Bunch of other people. This is uh, an Alexis Corner Benefit concert from June 24th, 1984. It was broadcast on the BBC Radio Trent, which is uh, the source that I've had and most people have had for the last forever years. It has, however, fairly recently been released professionally, in quotes, um, as one of those gray market semi-legal quasi bootlegs that you'll see on amazon sometimes every once in a while some label will uh sneak past the uh not the censors but the regulations on posting and selling and because of uh various countries of origin like italy and japan have uh, very very lax copyright laws you could say hey Buongiorno, I'm an Italian record label. I want to put out this brand new album by a Jimmy Page and a Jack Bruce and a Charlie Watts. Uh, of course I own the rights. Which is what happened. So we have, it's, the, the quality is improved vast, not vastly, significantly over the release we've had before, which was off of a radio broadcast. Um, stereo separation is great, sound is great, any crackles and things that are on there are just consequences of the PA and the amplifiers. So it's really good. It is noteworthy. 1984. If you go back to the very beginning of this podcast, like scroll all the way back to the single digit episodes. Shit, maybe even episode two. I did a, uh, a series on Jimmy Page in 1984, a very busy boy. I did a two parter because after the arms tour, Jimmy Page was really, really motivated and inspired to jump back into music get a project going in a band together and get his chops back and also you know get off of the heroin and kind of shake off the years and years of isolation and depression and addiction that had held him back since the mid-70s so in 1984 he did a million trillion different things lots of appearances he played on Stephen Stills album he played on the Roy Harper album played on the Firm album Uh, he jammed with yes he jammed with this band Rocket 88 which was a band uh, a boogie woogie band put together by Charlie Watts Ian Stewart from the Rolling Stones, the keyboard player, the late keyboard player, and the late Charlie Watts. Alexis Corner, kind of the father of British blues, who uh, had died just uh, weeks prior to this recording, which is why this is a benefit for him. But he was in this band, and basically it's a boogie-woogie band. They would get together when people, when they had the time, had a core group of people, Charlie Watts, Ian Stewart, Alexis Corner, uh, and then a rotating cast of people who would play when they were around you know horn players etc in this iteration we have jack bruce from cream playing bass which makes it noteworthy jimmy page also makes it noteworthy sitting in with charlie and and ian stewart um ruby turner who was just about to break on the british charts as a singer she's a famous background singer she was very young she was 24 ish on this 
and uh, a bunch of other people that I'm not quite sure. But this is Rocket 88, named after the Ike Turner single from, gosh, I don't know if it was the late, late 40s or the early, early 50s. Pre-rock and roll, but it's kind of considered to be the first distorted fuzz tone guitar sound that he pioneered. So cool for him, cool for them. That's the background. Jimmy Page is sitting in on this. This is a low-key, small, small event. This is one of those, everybody's sitting together, knees and elbows, you can tell. You know, they're sitting. This is not a a big production. This is in a small venue. You can hear the audience yelling at the, not even yelling, just speaking loud enough, like in a bar. It feels like a pub, perhaps. But, um... It's very neat. It's historically interesting because you don't often get to hear Jack Bruce jamming with Charlie Watson, Ian Stewart, and Jimmy Page. So that's historically noteworthy there. It's interesting because it's Jimmy Page doing something. More no, it's just, it's neato from different angles. And uh, having the improved sound quality, not that it was bad before, but it was obviously taped off a radio in the 80s, just like a boombox kind of thing. So stereo recording sounded all right. But this sounds just much, much better. And it's much more manifest when you're hearing, like, Charlie's cymbals are nice and crisp and come through. And just the sound, it's clearer. Well, fuck. How about I shut up and we listen? All right. So, because this is was kind of a semi-legitimate release, I'm not going to share this like I would. Because I don't know how muddy the waters are around this. So, apologies. But I will say that if you go to the Dogs of Doom Discord, you can find a link to it there, because that's where I got it. Again, Dogs of Doom still keep giving good content, good interesting stuff. Bless them. And, bless them extra, because Z, or Led Zepp Film, the guy who's been syncing up all those Led Zeppelin things for the last decade, even though he's only 23 years old, um, got together with James Cook, the uh, guy who runs Led Zepp News, and they're doing these in-depth pieces uh, where there's lots of uh, freedom of information kind of things on business dealings, business associations, and the, whole, the, the latest one they did is the whole story on the Royal Albert Hall 1970 tape, Peter Whitehead, and why it took forever to come out, why it was a giant pain in the ass, why it was done in the first place, bath, and all that. Brilliant. Look it up, Led Zeppelin News. He's on Substack, $5 a month, like a Patreon, but you just get you get premium, high-level content, because James, in addition to Led Zeppelin News, was also a journalist for the Business Insider. So he does top-shelf, legitimate, professional rep- reporting. Good stuff. Shout out to them. All right, I'm going to shut up. June 24th, I believe I'm going from memory on this, 1984. We're going to start with... The opening track, which was, I don't believe, on the recording that I heard. I don't think this was broadcast. Sweet Home Chicago, or if it was, it wasn't listed as the opening track. I don't think. Maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. Sweet Home Chicago, I don't know who the singer is, but uh, it's good. And the, the, it, this is tasty. This is B-Bender, Telecaster, Jimmy Page. You know, he's redefined himself, gone away from the Les Paul to the B-Bender. Um... Personally, I think it's because he was having a harder and harder time with his bending the G-string. That was something that he had talked about at one of the Hall of Fame rehearsals, like why he's not soloing for jamming on Train Kept a Rolling kind of thing. He just doesn't have the... um, He can't do it anymore. And 
I would imagine that that's something that was developing over time, and the B-Bender is kind of a mitigation for that, which is perhaps a component in why he chose that. I don't know. That is just speculation on my part. It's a guess, but it's an educated guess. Educated in that I'm educated in Led Zeppelin. All right, friendos. Sweet Home Chicago, the classic, classic song. Uh, the first time I heard Sweet Home Chicago was Robert Johnson. I don't know if one if it, he wrote it or if it's one of the 10,000 he wrote or if it was a cover. I don't know. Great song. And it's cool to hear Jimmy playing with a little bit of a growl and distortion because this is before he added the chorus and flange effect that became so prevalent in his live performances with The Firm. So enjoy it, friends. I'm a shut up now.
See, that's exactly what it is. A jam session, benefit, small club, great musicians, low pressure. And um, first of all, I was wrong. Alexis Corner died January 1st, 1984, according to the Internet. So he died half, you know, six months before this show. And from what I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing June 24th. I'm also seeing June 5th. So maybe the 24th was the broadcast date and the 5th was the concert date. I don't know. This album is available on Amazon here in the States and has been for a while. Um, I think it is a more iffy release, but apparently it's legit enough to stay up there. So I'm glad I'm not sharing it. Um, but what I will do is at heartofmarkness.com, which is where I usually share the shows that I can share, the, the live, the recorded shows, um, I will put instead an Amazon link if you want to get this, because it's a two-disc set. There's a whole bunch of songs, and uh, it's fun. You know, it's it's just, it's a blast. It's people having fun and not... For the, for the love of music, for the love of Alexis, and for the love of playing. I love this kind of thing. It is a, it is not like, ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy Page, 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 like the album is. Jimmy Page and Friends. No, Jimmy Page is sitting in with this band. He is not featured. He is there. He's the guitarist for this set. And what he's playing is brilliant. And I love hearing it because it sounds like Jimmy Page. And we needed that in the early 80s because we had been without for a long time. And then when he came back, he was on, like, at most two cylinders out of eight. Sometimes, I mean, he had a moment, he had moments where it would kick in, but it was like, oh, so this is him coming back, getting his chops back, getting used to playing, playing with a diverse group of people and um, just being seen, being out and alive, joining the human race again. It's great. I, I, I love him for that. He's coming out of a very vulnerable and unhappy time. So just as a human being, good for him. What else do we got? Yes. Okay. So I'll have the Amazon link, not not the uh, doubling down on the. I'm not sharing this if it's available for sale. Um, playing these songs, I'm just going to play a few songs. Shouldn't be a big deal. If it is, I'll take it down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the next song we're going to play for you is "Bring It On Home," not the Led Zeppelin's "Bring It On Home." Is it really the Led Zeppelin's "Bring It Home"? And Willie Dixon wrote it, and Sonny Boy Williams. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that. Bring it on home. It's another one. If you ever change your mind. Well, you'll hear it in a second. Ruby Turner sings this one. So we've got great vocals. Jimmy's coming in with fun. It's good. It's good. This one um, is my favorite song of the set of which I'm familiar. I don't recognize all the songs. And like I said, the recording that's been out up to this point, at least the one that I've had access to, was not all of these songs. But I love this performance. I love this rendition. I love hearing Jack Bruce just playing a bouncing, walking bass line. Hearing him play Charlie, of course, perfect. The horns are great. Ian Stewart on the Boogie Woogie piano. And he's the one that's on Boogie with Stew. He's the Stew. So let's have a little Stew. Bring it on home. Enjoy, friendos. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. That was fun, and I liked it, and Jimmy played some tasty, tasty stuff. Man, I like the tone. Man, it's a long time since I've said that. You don't hear that often in 1980s Jimmy Page. Um, I like the tone. I like what he's playing. It fits in well with everybody else. He's having a blast. Everybody's having fun. It's, uh, it's joyous. It's for the sake of music and for the sake of fun, and it makes me smile. You know what else makes me smile? You, my dear listeners. Um, let's see. Time for the spiel. Brief spiel. It's a podcast. Got to have the podcast spiel. You can find me on Twitter or X or whatever Elon Musk is calling it now. Under the name Heart of Markness. That hasn't changed. YouTube, Heart of Markness. Facebook, there's a Heart of Markness podcast group you're invited to join. There's a couple hundred really great people there. And I weed out the weirdos and the scammers. So it's a fairly safe space. If you like classic rock, especially Led Zeppelin or Led Zeppelin themed, you'll find a lot of people there who share your enthusiasm. I mentioned earlier my website, heartofmarkness.com, which is where I post the podcasts as well as links to the concerts I cover. Every Thursday I do a Led Zeppelin or Led Zeppelin related concert recording. And uh, on the weekends I do these wild cards sometimes when I have time. Uh, started during the pandemic, trying to keep me, myself and the rest of the world from going crazy during lockdown. And I've just carried it on. Uh, when I've got a moment, I find a show that I've, you know, listened to and enjoy and share it with you. In this case, it's this one. Ta-da! And uh, while you're at the Heart of Markness website, there's a Patreon button. If you feel like supporting this podcast materially, uh, you're welcome to do so at patreon.com slash heart of Marcus. Hit the button, see if there's something for you and join one of the numbers of the Titans upon whose shoulders rests this humble yet mighty podcast. And they are as follows. Keith and Tilda, Brian, Steve, Big Ed, Kenny, John from West Footscray, Kenegern, Picard, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, not from Melbourne, Australia, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, Other David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. I love you guys. You make this possible, and I really appreciate your help and your support. Back to our show. All right, what we have now, I got one more I'm going to play for you, and it is just called Jimmy Page Solo, but it is not a Jimmy Page, or Jimmy Page jam. Uh, it's just a jam. Jimmy Page is part of it. It goes around horns and things like that. Jimmy Page is part of it, but it is not like Jimmy Page just wailing for 10 minutes. It's a nice little jam, instrumental. Jimmy's part of it, and it has some cool things. He really has great control of the B-bender, of, of everything. When he stretches those notes, he's, I mean, he's technically on point, and it makes me proud to hear, because I love the man, and I'm proud of him for crawling out of the abyss, because he was deep down there, and he made it out. And by the Outrider Tour, he was all the way back. Bless his heart. All right, Jimmy Page Jam. Enjoy, friendos. I'll be back to say bye at the end. La la la.
That was cool. That was cool as shit. I liked it. I liked hearing Jimmy's different ideas. The control over the B-Bender and him working out some stuff that would later become standard Jimmy Page B-Bender riffs. Um, man, I enjoyed that. I'm getting a, a more of an appreciation for early and mid-1980s Jimmy's playing. Um, huh. Yay. I hope you liked that, friends. I liked it. Hope you're happy too. All right, there we go. We've got a show. And I'm spent. All right, enjoy this. If you uh, want this disc, you can go to Amazon, look it up, or just go to heartofmarkness.com and look up this show. Jimmy Page and Friends, Jimmy Page Rocket 88, Alexis Corner, whatever. It's the one. It'll be probably be close to the top if you're listening to it in August 2023. And go to the Amazon and buy it. All right. Enjoy. Thank you. I'll be back Thursday with another Led Zeppelin show. And, um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Enjoy. Oh, be good to yourselves and each other, please. The world's shitty enough. Bye.